Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, beautiful people. Now, some of you will know this, but in February, I am launching the Rebel Spirituality Mystery School. Now, you're probably going to know if you feel called to this, but if you're interested or if you'd like to get your name on the waitlist, I'm going to sh- I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. We're going to be launching in February, um, and I'm going to be releasing more information and doing an event and stuff, kind of just kind of gearing up for it and stuff like that. But if you want to be the first to know, then get your name on the list. All right, team. I hope you have the most amazing podcast with me and Ellie. I'll hand you over to us now. See you there. That's another Christmas done. Check. It's weird. It's weird because as we record this, it's not actually done. But it no, is it's not. It's not. But Mr. Sam said, you're not allowed to wear Ellie. You're not allowed to wear your Christmas headband because Christmas is done. It's finished. It's over. Get over it. That's it. Another year. It always, it does whistle by fast, doesn't it? It's weird. Anyway. It's you know, getting older like me. So what is it, the older you get, the faster time goes. It's a fact. Yeah, especially, yeah, well, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Um, oh, before we talk about today's thing, mm. you know, like, I, did, I can't remember when things came out in order, but when we were talking about keeping it real at Christmas, literally about 20 people this week have been, I'm like, are you looking forward to Christmas? And they were like, well, and then they and they spoke to the heart of what we were talking about. Um, so, yeah, it's like we're mind reading. Isn't it? It's it's a good job. We've got a very good um, producer of these podcasts that comes up with some fabulous ideas. In fact, after we just recorded those two podcasts, literally a couple of days later, I was coaching one of my small ladies groups. And this lady came for coaching with she, oh, this and this. And I was like, ah, perfect. I've got two podcasts for you that speak to both of those things. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. Huh? Well. Gone. You've got a cool announcement to make before we get into the meat and veg of this. The meat. Do you know? I heard a funny saying about because I say that about the meat and potatoes, and my um, my dear teacher Sally uh, says that her guru used to say, "We're now going to get into the vegetables." Because <laughs> he he was yeah. vegetarian. <laughs> now going to get into the vegetables of yeah. of the matter. Um, are you talking about? The you know what in January. Is that the announcement before I fuck it up? Yeah, go on, do it. Right. For the, hang on, let me just count on my fingers. 2021, two, three, four, for the fourth year running since Little On Me was a participant in the January live alcohol experiment. I'm going to be coaching again. And let me in. Sam's, he's been let in just, you know, because he's a friend of mine. Um, So Mr. Sam's doing it too. So it's yeah. going to be freaking awesome. I think I, I'm coaching on Saturdays. What day yeah, are you coaching on? I think I'm on Friday. So if you want to set yourself up for the weekend, booyah. And, and, and the other thing is I'm doing some of the VIP accountability calls. So later on, we, we'll talk a little bit more about what the live alcohol experiment is for those folks that don't know. But come and join us and get yourself, please bag yourself a VIP ticket because it's, it is so worth yeah, yeah. the additional few books. Like you'll be kicking yourself if you don't get yourself a VIP ticket. And then you'll get to see me 
on coaching calls on a Wednesday. Wearing a different funny hat each week. That's the deal. You know, setting set me, set me up for something. You love, yeah, you have. So week one's fascinators, isn't it? Week two's berets. Week three is anything uh, animal related. You're going on. Well, I, I, I can I can co-join the animal related and the beret. There's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful lady in uh, Live Naked, you know, another This Naked Mind program, um, my good friend Greta, and she's got this beautiful little doggy. Oh yeah, uh, amazing. Lily lady. Fox. Okay. And Lily Fox, she sent me Lily Fox dressed up for Halloween and she had a little fresh beret on. <laughs> and yeah, some berry is... wings. Those dogs are Papillon, is it? With them like, yes, like ears exactly. big enough that they can fly. They're so cute, aren't they? They're great. And before I forget, week four is hats that aren't hats. So I hope you took notes. You'll have to remind me of this. So yeah, so come and join, come and join me with a VIP seat. And come and join Sam and I Fridays and Saturdays. Like it, it, whether you've done the live alcohol experiment before, whether you're entirely alcohol free or not, like wherever you're at, it's it is such a Good great idea. place to, you know, like kickstart the year with some momentum, some fun, some camaraderie. Yeah. Something. Right, don't, don't go off on one, you, because we're we're gonna we're gonna do that at the end. All right. Mr. Set's getting on militant just because it's Boxing Day. Well, someone has to edit and streamline these things so they sound professional. Um, we all know who that is. So it's, good, it's a good job our core value is professionalism, isn't it? It is, yeah. That is a great running joke, that one. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Right, okay. So today we thought on the theme of experiments, so this kind of serves everybody, whether you'd love to come and join us for that amazing adventure or whether you just want to have something to focus on for 2024. How did that happen? We're going to talk about experiments. Um, look at me doing the intro. Didn't even ask. This is great. Um, <laughs> and I think this is a really important distinction to make. The one thing that an experiment is not is a challenge, right? Because I think sort of built into the idea of a challenge is the fact that something's going to be graft or hard work and whatnot. Um, yeah. And, you know, people will have a, whenever we do any kind of experiment in life, we have a range of different experiences but we always get a result and it's not it's not ex an excuse. To, it's not another thing to sort of beat ourselves over the head with, right? It's um, you learn something, whatever way it shakes out, you learn something. So we wanted to just chat about that for a bit because I think it's a very, very powerful way to approach life change. Um, yeah. It certainly is. There was a lady recently, a week or so ago, in one of the path groups and this broke my heart because she... She'd written in a question to one of the for me to answer on one of the calls, and she'd effectively said that she'd been um, she'd been absent for a while, and the reason she'd been absent was because she realised that we were headed towards what she called the thirty day challenge, and what she's referring to was the thirty day break from alcohol that we take as part of the the path program. But to use her words, I. As she was saying, I I knew that the challenge was coming up, and she, and she got totally fearful, was really afraid of failing in the challenge, and so retreated, backed off, and disappeared for ages, for ages, and then, bless her, she was feeling really isolated, left out, and not sure how to re-engage. The great news was that she 
clearly was re-engaging by virtue of the fact that she reached out because mm. you know she could have just backed off entirely and she and she didn't. So I thought that was a, a wonderful thing that she had that drive to ask the question, to raise a hand, you know, clearly wanting to to be a part of this this thing. And um it but uh, but it was just to me it was just such a shame that that was kind of the interpretation. Oh, here comes this challenge. This is going to be, you know, we start to decide how it's going to be. This is going to be difficult. I'm going to fail at this. Therefore, I'm best off just, you know, backing mm. off. And and um, you know, and and that, by the way, is 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 entirely okay because it's a protective mechanism. You know, we often hear procrastination and um, not getting started with things or avoiding things as a form of self sabotage. Well. It, you can call it that, but it's ultimately it's a form of protection. You're just trying to protect yourself. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really important because we I think we had that really cool episode about self sabotage. We're talking about you know the way I see it is you're just doing what makes sense based on the under like how the world looks to us in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Like, so I'm going to do going to do a plug of the Rebel Spirituality podcast now. Look at me. This week we like, it was called Fear of the Unknown, and I like a this metaphor analogy whatever one it is who gives a shit this thing came to me on a coaching call the other day and um i think sometimes when it when we think about the unknown so it could be going into the alcohol experiment or it could be taking 30 days away from sugar or it could be that new holiday that we haven't been on before alcohol free or whatever when something's unknown we kind of relate to it like it's like a black room and we don't know what's going on in there and then we make up stories and we try and fill the room and if we fill the room with a story of excitement and like, oh, we'll see what happened and experimentation mindset, we'll feel that. And if we fill it with sort of scary monsters and challenge and difficulty, we'll fill mm-hmm. it with that. Um, but the thing that really is helpful for everybody isn't isn't the stories that we create ahead of time. Um, it's having a light with us, right? When we go into that dark room and the light's us, the light's the, you know, the kind of insights and things that come to us in the moment, the things we learn that we don't know we're going to learn because we haven't learned them yet. And I think what a lot of people do is uh, all of us, we kind of innocently write off or write out of our kind of future story, um, the things that we're going to know and learn and see for ourselves and the things that life's going to teach us that make a profound difference. So what we do is we go, okay, there's, I'm imagining, I'm thinking about who I am in this moment and I'm thinking about what I think 30 days away from alcohol would be. And then we kind of innocently scare ourselves with that. And then we might, you know, kind of retreat a little bit, like you said. But it ain't going to be like that um, because, I mean, we're not very good at predicting what things are going to be like, actually. we It's not that we don't get everything. We don't get everything wrong. Like we can predict some of it. Um, but on the whole, it, it's the thinking and everything that we're carrying into it that's the like real thing. I'm, yeah. I'm aware that I'm currently like this shining um, face. It's a bit you weird. are the light. Yeah, right now being absolutely and resurrection. That's a that's a tune for you. <laughs> Although you're probably too young for that. Um, yes, you're right. It, if I cast my mind back to the December of 2019, prior to discovering this naked mind, I was I was contemplating. Actually, probably more like uh, facing this this idea of I'm going to have to take January off. I'm gonna have to take January off the booze as a as a break, as you know, a challenge to mm. kind of prove to myself that you know, like clearly, I don't have a problem because I can take January off. 
and there'll be a bunch of other people doing it and January's miserable, so this will just be even more fucking miserable. And, you know, it was, it was kind of like with that, with that, um, and and this wasn't a massively conscious thing. It was this kind of underlying current of like, this, this is what I'm headed towards. I'm going to have to take a break in January. Mm. And then I discovered this naked mind and this was the immortal moment of realizing that my biggest belief about alcohol was fucking wrong. And, and, and I can still remember that moment of just utter disbelief. You know, I've got this part of me that is so sure that alcohol relaxes me and is, you know, really struggling to, uh, to let go of that belief. But then this other part of me that is absolutely ready to burn that belief and look into this new space of possibility and opportunity and, and and that the feeling that I touched there was just so electrifying, so exciting, and that that willingness to be wrong was the thing that I carried forward from there. Of because it it dawned on me like if I've been wrong about this, I've thought this for many many years that alcohol relaxes me, and if I'm wrong about that, then what else have I been wrong about? Yeah, it's like it, it it I was so sure, so sure. So it, it was titillating for me. It was kind of interesting and exciting, yeah, titillating. And I just loved how it felt in the body because it was this really new feeling of expansion and titillation. Uh, titillation. <laughs> and 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 that was that was the sentiment that I carried forward mm. into that that December. And I really did experiment in that December. In in the moment, I had no desire to drink. It was bizarre, utterly bizarre. So I just decided I was just going to follow it and see where it went. I didn't tell anybody, just kept it all very quiet. And it was amazing to me that the day before, if I'd have chosen not to drink, I'd have felt deprived, yet there I was. And the only thing that had changed was this belief. And yet there I am not wanting to drink. Mm -hmm. But what that opened up for me then was this lovely opportunity in the the, the preceding days and weeks Um before Christmas and then the Christmas period and then just afterwards where I'd agreed, I'd signed up to put myself into the alcohol experiment. And I loved the idea of it being an experiment. I loved the whole idea of testing things out, finding things out for yourself, amassing your own data, the pre-work of mindful drinking. Whoa, I've never paid attention before. Yeah, Gosh, that's interesting. And so that that experimental mindset was how I lived out that that December. And it was extraordinary because I learned so much about booze and the beliefs that I had and how false they were and what else might be true. It it, it was totally life-changing. And that was before I'd even gone into the alcohol experiment. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's really powerful actually to kind of massively lower our bar as well in terms of um, our expectations because if you think about it the thing so if someone were going to go into any experience and have the expectation that it's going to be perfect and they're never going to have like a moment where they have a wobble or anything like that it carries a f certain weight with it um so and, and it works with anything you know if someone if somebody wanted to work towards being able to do 30 press-ups in a row and they're like oh well i expect i'll be able to do you know whatever in this amount of time when actually one of the best things we can do is just lower our bar and like really go into it, um, walk into the unknown, 
step into day one and just see what happens. So like, you know, we, we had that massive, uh, well, I say massive, but we had two podcasts about habit building a while back now. And one of the things that we spoke about in there is it's really easy to go, okay, I'm, no, I'm doing no press ups right now. I want to be able to do 30. So <laughs> I'll go from zero tomorrow. I'll do 15. The next day I'll do 30 and I'll go from there. When actually, if you, if you say, right, well, I'll start with one tomorrow. I'll do two the next day, three the next day, four the next day. Within a month, you're where you are. And it, it can seem a bit like, well, what's the point in doing one? And I think it's in, um, it is in BJ Fogg's book, isn't it? Tiny Habits. He talks about just do a, just do a really small one, right? So if someone's like, God, I can't go and do the LEE. I can't go and do this 30-day experiment. I can't do this week-long experiment. I can't because I know that I'm not going to be able to do it because I know I'm too this or too that or whatever. It's like, well, get rid of all those expectations, really lower the bar. Uh, decide that you're going to do a day or two days or a week or whatever makes sense to you and then check in with yourself and see what happens because, mm. you know, sometimes it's... I've, if I think about the amount of people now that I've um, sort of worked with or been or coached or whatever who have wanted to make a change, who have invited that change into their life in almost like a micro way um, and just how different their life is now. Because we can get very like, this is this change that I want to make and I want it to happen by next week. And that can happen. Like it can absolutely happen that someone has like a belief shift or they see have an insight and boom, the whole thing looks different. Um but sometimes it takes a little while. Sometimes it's, you know, it's it just takes a bit longer than our conscious mind would like it to. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. But yeah, mm. it was the same as you, mate. I had so much, like if I think about, and I wouldn't necessarily say that some of the, like that I stand by some of the changes that I've made in my life. I've definitely um, not um, stuck with every change that I've ever made. But the thing that's made me able to do stuff and people often be like, how on earth did you manage that? Like how it's like little experiments, right? It's just like trying something out for two weeks or trying something out for a month, pressure free, whatever. See how I feel at the end of the month. Some of those things have stuck for like years. A lot of them are still with me now when it comes to sort of exercise and that kind of stuff. Um, mm. That stuff starts from just like a small commitment that we know that we can achieve and building from that place. Not, not some massive Hollywood commitment that instantly feels like a, bunch of pressure and all the rest of it yeah you're right you're right you, and, and something like the alcohol experiment it anybody can do an experiment because it's mm -hmm. it is not about the behavior it's not about what I've, I've said this so many times i say on every live alcohol experiment you could drink through the whole thing you could drink every single day and you will not come out the other end the same person that you went in if you engage with the the community the coaching yeah. the content so it's about, as you say, it's about a commitment and it's about showing up to do something, to do something, mm. not necessarily what you think it might look like, but to do something. And that that mindset of, as you say, no pressure, I'm just going to see what happens. I mean, that's, exa that's exactly what I said to myself. I didn't go into the alcohol experiment thinking I'm going to stop drinking forever. Oh, no, oh, by the way, I'm going to become a coach and launch a podcast and all this stuff. I went in yeah. like, well, I'll just carry on not drinking for a while and I'll see what happens. Wowee. And then look what happens. Mm. Quite astounding. Yeah, cool? Same thing. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, I said, isn't that cool? Mm, it's very cool. And the same thing happened with, um, mm. with the cold, right? I remember somebody talking to me about taking cold showers and what have you. 
my instant reaction was the, you know, the known part of me, the ordinary mind part of me going, no, Ellie, you don't like being cold. You like being warm. Yeah. Now, I could have listened to that part of me and never got in a cold shower. But instead, I employed the, nope, willing to be wrong about this. Everything that I think that I know, I'm going to turn it on its head and I'm going to try it out. What's the worst that could happen? Let's see what, what let's see what does happen. And so that's what I did. Wow. Absolutely incredible. And and that practice has completely changed my life too. Mm. But I could have missed out on all of that. But with that mindset of, well, let's just see. Let's just see. And for some people, it, you know, it's not going to, you might try your cold shower and go, you know, that's validated that it's absolutely not for me. Great. But then you open up space to try something else, don't you? Yeah, it's really good. I I, I know that, it, I can't remember if it was last year, mate, or the year before, we were talking about how often New Year's resolutions are kind of, they 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 don't have an experimental mindset, actually. They have like a massive expectation on them. Um, and what tends to, ha what can happen for a lot of people is, you know, we do the thing for however long it happens to be, two hours, two days, two weeks, two months. Uh, and then the moment we, if if we stray slightly off track of the expectation that we had for ourselves, you know, I'm never just never going to smoke or I'm never going to do this or whatever. Then we like throw the baby out with the bathwater and basically just like sack the whole fucking thing off. When actually, mm -hmm. if we have an experimental mindset, I mean, I don't know about you, but th this is definitely true for me. There have been things in my life where I have um, realized that things have really shifted for me after I've done the thing I didn't want to do. So for example, like, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, someone wants to quit smoking and they go through that period or stop drinking and then they return to it and they realize once they've returned to it that something's really shifted. And now they might carry on with that behavior for a little while, but they can set something's different, right? It's not, yeah. it's not working in the way it used to work anymore. Like that's massively important. It's really a part of most people's process to... Um, kind of perhaps pick up the behavior again for a short while along the kind of like path of realization. It doesn't mean that you've gone fully back into the old way of being or anything like that. It's it's actually really a part of the process. It can be a very, yeah. that's why in we're often talking about there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes to data points or or kind of picking up a drink and stuff like that. Because yeah, so, you know, this is a really powerful, this experimental mindset is a way of like thinking about any kind of resolutions as well. It's like it's set an intention. I'm going to ex I'm going to experiment with and, you know, experiment with it and then see you might never do that thing again or that thing that you bring in. You might never you might it might suddenly become something that you never never miss, you know, whatever way around it works. Mm. Um, or it might not be that that linear and that straightforward. So that's OK. Like it's the whole point of an experiment, right? Yeah. You can't lose. You cannot lose. Yeah. The, just as you were talking, I was thinking of uh, this guy I'm coaching at the moment who he um, he's he's just had a very relaxed attitude to going through. So he's in one of the path groups, had a very relaxed attitude to the path, but v like very open, very engaged with it, but no pressure on himself to behave in mm -hmm. any kind of way. And Every time I see him and he comes on a call and he talks about like the realizations that he's having, it's like, mm. you know, it, it, we were joking about the thing of, you know, Annie Grace has ruined, ruined alcohol for me because he's like, wow, like every, every time I choose to drink, it reinforces what I've learned. Mm. And so, as you say, it, it, it's 
the the whole habitual process is in the process of being unwound because it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't make sense anymore. And that is the kind of transformation that sticks because it's from your felt lived experience as opposed to, well, I've read this book and I I, hear I'm going to now put a load of shoulds on myself. I should, you know, I hear people say things like, oh, well, I know it's a poison and I know it's a carcinogen and I shouldn't drink it, but I still want to. Well, you're in a really different place there. The Mm. people that I see being, um, I'm trying not to use the word successful because I'm not sure that that's the right frame, but the, the people that make significant progress are the folks that are really relaxed and really open and willing to have their experience be exactly as it is. Mm. And as far as things like data points are concerned, they really revere them and use them as opportunities for growth. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like if you think about it, if you think, and this won't be true for everybody because there are people for for whom definitely like coming in and like watching every video and taking all the notes and stuff might be very helpful for them. I don't want to ever be prescriptive. But if you think about like two person A and person B, person A comes in, they have massive expectations on themselves and they're innocently stressing themselves out because they've got to make every call. They've got to watch every video. This works for any kind of thing that they're up to, any adventure we might be on to. Um, And, you know, they have that those they have like a couple of data points they drink when they didn't intend to or whatever. Um, They beat themselves up about that because it didn't align with their their expectations innocently miss the one thing like this massive learning that was gonna that was at the that was at the center of that data point that was going to help set them free innocently they they look beyond it because they're beating themselves up you know mentally they're kind of having a go with themselves keep on going keep on going and at some at some point they have the insight that they're going to have um and it came completely out of the blue they didn't know when it was going to come it came on a coaching call and something has it makes a profound impact person b goes in don't have the expectations. They have the intention. They know why they're there. They're not going to push themselves too much, but they they're really going to you know try and try and make the things they can, but not overexert themselves. So they go to a, a coaching call here and there. They go to watch some content here and there. They have a few data points, but they 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 for whatever reason really absorbed this knowing that they have that every time that happens, there's just something for them to see. So they mm-hmm. they're not judging themselves. Then they're not blaming themselves. They have a lot of compassion. And then at some point they hear that thing they need to hear and they just suddenly they're like, oh my goodness me, like I just want to take a month away, right? And it rolls off into something else. Now, both they, both of those people, you know, the thing that really needed to happen for both of them was uh, insights, realizations, things that, you know, things things that they, new thought like, or mm-hmm. like a misunderstanding falling away. And it would make sense, you know, like we can have insights at any time in any place, but feeling calm, feeling connected, enjoying the process, you know, it's kind of, I wouldn't, it seems to me there's a correlation between that space and actually like seeing the things we need to see. So it's a lot of the stuff that we do, a lot of the ways that we stress ourselves out are habits. They're not required. They're not necessary. And I would just say to anybody that if you're on any journey of self-discovery or personal development and you notice yourself kind of really hammering a lot of pressure on yourself and stressing yourself out, maybe there's another way. Like I used to be that person. I used to be that person. And it, these days I 
I use that kind of as like a, just like a wake up light. I'm like, wake up, man. You're taking this really seriously. Like chill. Like there's, there's something, it's not your job as you know, there's some real deep wisdom at play here. That's why you're on this journey. Trust what got you there in the first place. Right. So yeah, I'm really with you, mate. Um, so yeah, experiments, they're, uh, they're powerful. Super powerful. And so here we are boxing day and you've Mm. got, you know, you'll have had whatever kind of Christmas you're going to have, or you'll be in the middle of whatever kind of Christmas you're having. And whether you're drinking or not, whether you are happily alcohol free or not, whether you've decided to try out celebrating with booze or not, <laughs> whether you're deciding that you're going to try moderate, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You've got this great opportunity to find out what's true for you right now explore and come and join us and explore further in that in that community in that group because mm. it's it, it's wild like what you can discover on your own and i know that from my own experience of preparing for the alcohol experiment but there's something really it's like supercharging it when you go into a group with other people there are all different places too that are interested in their own personal development and what might be possible. And this, oh, goodness me, the the alcohol experiment is such a cool place to hang out for a month because we had, we have all of the festivities of Christmas and kind of the, there's so much focus and energy going into there. And then it, drops off or falls off or wins and we head towards new year and it's like and then what well and then what is get involved in this community when i went into it myself it was you know the, the community aspect was building probably around about this sort of time and the group was relatively small to begin with you know talking like a couple of hundred people and i remember going into it thinking I'm not not airing my dirty laundry in that group. I'll just you know kind of be there to, as a as a voyeur. Just I'll just have a, like a little look see in. I, I honestly had no intention of engaging at all in the group. And about an hour later, I've made friends with a lady down the road from me, and you know um, Lance, Coach Lance over in um, San Fran, and a bunch of other people. And and I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked because you've got all these new friends in far flung places that have, you know, got very different lives to you, but there's this common thread of being interested in experimenting and trying out and seeing what's true. And and it, it was just so lovely to, to, to be held somewhere, to yeah. feel the support of others, to be able to offer support to others, the camaraderie. It was a hell of a lot of fun and the group starts to swell. And then you come to the 1st of January, you know, we, we'd gone from a few hundred to a few thousand. But still, it's it, like it didn't it didn't take away from that, the, the friendships and the connection that you've already made. It just supercharged it again because they're you're like, oh, my God, I'm part of this thing, this movement of thousands of people. Yeah, cool. And seeing coaches like us going live every day and having a place to explore all of this stuff it's it's utterly wonderful and then that that's your focus for for the first at least the first few days of the new year and then possibly the whole month and it for me it was it was 
I, God, I remember going into the new year and I, and historically I'd always dreaded the new year partly because of the, you know, I'd lost my, my father on the 2nd of January. So that kind of, you know, there's always kind of this, this residue from that event and, New Year's had always been a bit of a letdown for me. So I kind of had this, and, and I hear this quite often from people. It's like, oh, I hurt New Year. And I and I had that mentality. Yet here I was going into the New Year with excitement and wonder. And that was a really interesting thing to feel. Yeah, cool. And and I just got swept away in it. And it was, it, it was a really, it was just a really liberating, fun month where all sorts happened, like so much in such a small space of time. So as I said, well, like whether you, whether you're drinking or not, whether you've done the alcohol experiment once or many times before, come along and be a part of it. And those folks that have done it before will know what it's like to be able to uh, pay it forward. You know, to be able to go into those groups yeah. and be able to offer some uh, help, support. Uh, it's like shining the the light down the the path because you've been there before and and you get it. Uh, it's it's a it's a really compelling thing to be a part of, and I would yeah. love to see folks there that you know have um, been in our world for a good long time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know a few, but a number of people who have become completely alcohol free off the back of uh, uh, an LE, a live alcohol experiment. I know a number of people for whom it's been the the thing that really became the catalyst for them to truly go on a journey of moderation that works for them. I know a number of people who have come into our, oh, that's actually, we'll talk about that in a minute, have come into our stuff, coaching groups, um, off the back of that, people that have gone into this Naked Mind stuff for a year long, if they, you know, mm -hmm. for support in the path, like like whatever whatever it leads to, like is is a massive win. Um, and like genuinely life-changing for you know, for just a few bucks, you know, for a lot less than you're going to spend if you, if you carry on boozing through January, um, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, I don't want to, don't want to break cover and I don't know exactly what's gone on with us yet, mate, but I know we've been talking behind the scenes about something that we're going to launch. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. If, if, you know, it may very well be that going into the LEE, um, and then if you want to do something sort of, uh, bigger and bolder, then, uh, we might have the place to catch it by then. Um, am I allowed to say that? I just did it anyway. No, just just do it. Just go on. It's Boxing Day. Give everyone a, a late Christmas yeah. gift. Well, do we? I mean, yeah, we're we're uh, we'll just say that for now. And if anybody's interested in what we're up to, then feel free to ping us a message. You can you can email us at hello at presentandsober .com. It won't be a robot that replies. It will be me, really. And that's just for me, just for the um. Well, not not necessarily just in North American views. That was hello, like H-E-L-L-O, -L -L not hello, hello. <laughs> You've been what? up north too long. Hello. Oh, hell. oh shit. I didn't realise I was going north. I blame blame my missus. She's from Bowen, although she doesn't sound like she is. Anyhow, you can reach out. If you've got questions about the magic of the LEE, you can also get in the Facebook group. And there's, there will be maybe even hun maybe even hundreds of people that have been through the LEE in that group who would happily share their experiences and insights um, and all that kind of stuff. But whatever you choose to do, whether it's somewhere else, whether you've caught sight of something on Facebook that really tickles your fancy, um, that's, you know, some other alcohol challenge or, you know, whatever, just, just go into it with an experimental mindset. And if you're reading something and your gut's saying, oh, I don't know about that because it feels incredibly like high pressured and, and that kind of stuff, 
then you know trust that find somewhere that feel resonates with you it's okay to be a bit scared it's okay to have a bit of like oh god what's it going to go like that's completely natural a little bit feeling a bit insecure about it is a is a welcome is a welcome experience but if it's like you know if it just doesn't feel right to you then go check out what what we're going to be a part of or go check out some other stuff and just just make the choice that's right for you cuz january doesn't have to be like you know darkness and moodiness and all that kind of stuff like what have i you know <laughs> christmas is done it can be a real catalyst for like the rest of your life um just got to lean in yeah you have you have I don't. I don't think I've got anything to add add to that. I That's because I just did a fucking mic drop. That's why. You, well, you you did. I'm just <laughs> I'm just basking in the. I can still remember that feeling. Yeah. When being in the alcohol experiment and like, whoa, my life's changing yeah, beyond cool, recognition. And now we wouldn't, look, we wouldn't even be here, mate. We wouldn't be doing this shit if you hadn't done that. Good for it's you. Me- it's mental. Good on you for investing in yourself. Bloody love it. Forty-seven dollars. It it took me. Um, Took me a moment to mm. tell myself, but that that whole thing was because that I then look back to the well. If I've if I've committed to myself, I'm doing dry January. I'm going to save four hundred and fifty quid because that's how yeah. much I was spending on bloody wine. So no, it is literally a no brainer when you look mm. at it from that point of view, right? Mm. You're going to save ten times what you spend, most likely. Yeah, and and the fact that I had to stump up cash to join meant that. Mm. I, I I did everything. I did the pre-work, did the journaling, showed yeah. up. Just, you know, that's so true. Just as a point for, for anyone who finds something that's going to, they really believe in that's going to help them go alcohol free, you know, whatever it costs. Um, if you think about what you're going to save over your lifetime or your year, you know, you know, the investment, the return on investment for any program that's truly going to help find you, help you find freedom is fucking insane. And it's really easy for our like monkey brain to be like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. But if you really believe and trust what's going on in that place and you and you got that feeling, just trust it. You know, whatever it is, trust it. Because it'll be it may just be the, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. I got God knows. I think I sat I did a TikTok video a while back and I was trying to figure out how much money I thought I'd saved over the last eight years. And it's like tens of thousands. A lot. Of thousands. Tens of thousands of pounds, you know. Um, mm. Right, team. I really need a wee, mate. You're like an old man. <laughs> God knows what I'm going to be like when I'm an old man. We'll just have to pause these. If we're still doing these when I'm an old man, I'm just going to have to pause them every no. eight minutes or something. <laughs> right. Love you all. Happy and New yeah. Year's. Oh, yeah, there's a link in the show notes. Hit that to join the LAE, by the way. Yeah, That's come and join us because we're going to be doing our intros like very soon very very soon don't miss out love you bye